Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, America's Prophecy Harbinger of Potent. America has a coup d'etat which is being driven by, by outside influences, but it is not one of overthrowing the presidency, per se. It is one overthrowing the government and the constitution of these United States. Do not miss this post, Loving the Brethren in Christ Jesus. These things we ought to be doing, I speak specifically to loving your brother and sister in Jesus Christ. Do not miss this post, America's House of Long Shadow. In the House of Long Shadows, we find an epitaph in America. In the House of Long Shadows, we find an America whose house is filled with sin and rebellion. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com? Do not miss this post. Revealing Jesus, the Father's Will, Warren Radio Classic Series. Revealing Jesus was the Father's will, revealing unto people to see him as the true Savior of the world. This is a Warren Radio Classic episode series. And do not miss this post, Global Advocacy End Time Report, Classic Warren Radio. Many enemies of Christ Jesus target the beloved in the faith of Jesus Christ. This latest Classic Warren Radio features one of our premier shows. And do not miss this post, Rushing of Nations, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 28 on Battle Lines. Rushing of Nations, One Day the Nations of Men, the Rebellion in the Hearts of People, and the Redeemed will all be at that great day, the time of which accounts shall be settled. Be sure to get your book, The Rising, by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America with dark forces that plot to bring the country into the globalist new world. 
Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature the Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, doing good. You know, it feels good today. Yes, the weather's, the sun is shining, the weather's warm, we've had the doors and windows open, getting fresh air. It's you, a great day. You know, and another sign for us around here, are tur- the, the wild turkeys are out and about, and the wild geese uh, are out and about with their babies, you know, yeah. and, it's, and it's not a... a abnormal to see deer down here and we see raccoons year-round oh my favorite thing is the skunks Mm. oh yeah and we got skunks and we also have uh, um, eagles oh yeah that's cool yeah that is really cool bald eagles they like sitting on top of these big trees we have here and also in the rocks in the middle of the river yeah yeah, and the river's a stone throw away, so... Well, if you're a real good pitcher. <laughs> Wouldn't be me. I, I would hope... <laughs> I would... I don't know if I could get it across the road. Well, I could get it across the road, but I don't know how good I am at aim, so... <laughs> we don't want to go tossing rocks that way. That's for sure. The people in the houses may not like it. That's right. Well, up front, we're talking about the generation that gave away America. And this is an article featured on our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. I'm not going to read the article for you. But, you know, there is one thing that, in the midst of everything, um, you know, we have been, Tower and I, um, heralding, a warning to America for many years. And as we continue to do that, we see the nation called America following deeper into sin and rebellion. And uh, there's a lot of biblical things connected with the fall of any country. But there's also a lot of precepts and things when we talk about it that are biblical that applies to America today. House along shadows. Now, this article details, and it really stands as a testament to both men and nation. And within this article is what we believe to be the truth. There's an epitaph today in America. And when we talk about the house of long shadows, we find an America whose house is filled with sin and rebellion. And, you know, the 
Tower, the thing about this is, is that the house we're talking about is a house that has a vibrant and chilling tale of beginning. Yes. How America began. But today, the house of America is divided, and there's a people whose long shadows cast darkness over the land. And so check out America, the house of long shadows. And if you follow us on social media and things like that, I put this up and you can see it on it. So follow us on various things that we're on. Uh, we are on Getter. We're on Parlor. Um, I have Zippy Doodah Day. He's my monitor on Twitter. Now, I'm not a Twitter bug, so I don't really care for Twitter. And we put a few things up, but but uh, Zippy needs a job, so we're going to leave <laughs> him on Twitter for a while, probably a long while. We also have a number of areas on Facebook, and you can just uh, search uh, Warren Radio, or you can go to our websites. We, we have links to most of the stuff. Um, and we've been on a lot, a lot of social media, and uh, we're also on CloudHub. Uh, <clears throat> mainly a lot of new ones. Um, we used to be on LinkedIn. I got off that. There's a lot of them that I got off in response to all the way that these liberal techs were treating people. And I wasn't going to be party to it, so I got off. Now we are more stable. We're with people that don't do that. And that means Getter, Parler. We're on Trump's uh, True Social as well. And it's still in the beta stage, so it's going to be hard to get it, find us on there. But if you are on the, um, you know, the app from the Apple Store, you can find us um, at Warren Radio. And actually, I think it's a WIBR Warren Radio is what we put. Uh, so at any rate, check out all of these things. And you can read these articles listen to the shows. And I was also going to mention something else. You know, Tower um, went through the posts uh, that we're featuring this week. And one of them was part 28 um, of an Isaiah series. Well, folks, that series is long running. We have 131 parts to our Isaiah series. We've been going at it for years. And we bring out a post, feature a new post every week of this series to get you introduced to what we're doing. So that's what that is. And you can watch, you know, listen to all of them. I mean, there's no way you're going to have a long time. We've got 131 hours. <laughs> that's of, amazing. Of shows. So 131. Let's see. There's 24 hours in a day. So if, if there was 25 hours, we could get four of those in there. So that's a lot. That um, is amazing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, th that is a pile of, pile of stuff. So at any rate, pile of teaching. So. At any rate, check out America House of Long Shadows. And uh, 
You know, a lot of people don't like the word patriot. They don't like the word conservative. They don't like the word MAGA. They don't like the word Trump. Now, you see, I am not, you know, uh, one that does. All we do is, is uh, like, for instance, this tonight it features the persecuted church. Tomorrow night is our Isaiah series, and Friday morning is our Sound the Shofar series, and this one is Governor of the Nations. We feature, that's all we post, is things regarding uh, a biblical aspect and Christianity, end of days, and prophecy. I do not post news, and uh, while on some of my shows... Uh, Maybe on a Friday I might talk a little bit about what's going on. We here present the gospel. We know where we're at prophetically. And there's a lot of things that you need to know. So check out the WIBR Warren Radio and our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And uh, sign up for our newsletters and stuff. I haven't really pushed my newsletters for many, many years. In the beginning, I had a long subscriber list. And then when I found out that a, a good majority of them didn't even bother to open it, I got rid of it. So if you want to really, truly hear what we have to say and write, you need to read the articles, you need to buy the books, and you also need to listen to the shows. And then you'll get a good, rounded, biblical education on this stuff i mean it absolutely we've been yes doing, amen we've been doing this for decades we're we definitely have been in this a long time and the first time tower and i discussed what we're what we're discussing now all the time was back in 1973 so make no mistake we may not be young chickens but i can tell you one thing we're <laughs> full of the spirit of god and the spirit of judgment and we are here, and we are going into full battle array for what is happening. And I don't mean guns. I mean the sword of the Lord. You know? Amen. Wars are fought in the nations of men with tanks and bombs and everything else. But in the avenue of the Lord God, we use the word of God. That is our sword. So join us. Tower and I for all of our broadcasts and uh, follow us wherever you can. So that's the end of my little. Okay, moving right along. You know, we're back in Syria. Oh, I know. And this is a good article. We, we do get stuff from the Assyrian International News Agency. And I want to give them full acknowledgement here. I have talked about them before. You can go over to AINA.org to read up. And the reason I tell you this is because when ISIS went through the Middle East, you know, Syria and Iraq really got hammered by ISIS. And it was the Assyrian Church, the Syriac Church, the Chaldean Church, and it was also the Kurds. There's other Muslim uh, um, and uh, people that ISIS simply killed and murdered. Um, and so the statement here 
says the land that was attacked a few years ago by militants of the Islamic State who wanted to eliminate Christians today rejoices aloud. Our faith and our cross have, have won. Praise the Lord. Now that was Father Karim Shamasha, a Chaldean priest from Mosul. And, you know, the reason they're talking, you know, this is in the spring, and spring for Christians, you know, it's not only Passover, the Feast of Weeks, and Pentecost, among other uh, celebrations in that. It is Easter time for many of them in the Chaldean Church. And we have warned for many, many, many years that radical Islam always targets Christians during Christmas and Easter. That's their two biggest holidays. And so there's been a massive return. And they call them of all the baptized who had fled the re region in recent years and immigrated abroad. I'm glad they're coming back. And, uh, and another reason is there's the first communion received by the boys and girls who were deemed eligible and there's a couple of cities where they had their first communion and of course when you're talking about future the future is in the kids and how you raise them raise up a child in the way he should go when he's old he will not forget it Hitler knew that and that's why Hitler had the Hitler youth the Muslims know that the radical Muslims. That's why they try to find kids and train them up from knee high to be murderers and killers. Tragic. Over in the Gaza Strip, when when the Palestinians first got the land and Israel gave it back to them, Arafat pushed a blood feud with Israel. And to this day, there's still a blood feud. Today, Hamas is ruling, and it's worse than ever. Israel is surrounded by enemies, but the bottom line of it is, is that Christians are going to overcome. Amen. Revelation 12:11. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. So the celebration of the communion of these children signifies a new generation of kids that are going to be there in Iraq, and these are the kids that know what it's like to be under the rule of ISIS, to flee them. So, uh, you know, I have, you know, when we covered this extensively during 2014 and 2015, and the people on the ground were reporting what was going on. They had the smartphones. They were able to get it on the Internet. They were able to report it. And there was some horrible things that ISIS did. And they signified how bloody and nasty and vicious they can be. And these soldiers who are fighting, you know, think that by killing and raping and pillaging you get into heaven. Well, I'm sorry, fellas, but you're on the wrong end of the stick there. And the place that if you're or if if you died, then you, you know, you're going to be reminded of what you did wrong the rest of your life where you're at now, and it's not fun. Nope. 
there is only one Savior, one Redeemer, one intercessor between God and men. And that intercessor came through the line of Isaac, not Ishmael. And his name is Jesus or Yahshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ our Lord, who our God and our Father sent his only begotten Son to die on the cross for your sins. So there's a bedrock there, no matter how vicious and nasty, how murderous you are, one day you will face for the things you do. And for all those who lose their lives, who are persecuted for the name of Christ, great will be your reward in heaven, for God will not forget you. Amen. And so pray for the Chaldean and the Syriac churches, as well as the other Christians that are throughout all these regions, because now we, we have been reporting on persecution everywhere and including how bad it is in China and North Korea and because of uh, Putin and what he's done with Ukraine we have a whole other region of suffering and that comes because of the sin of men and the pride of man and Putin you're the one it's you you're guilty and you will face and that church in Russia the Russian Orthodox Church and all the stuff they do, they're not going to save your soul, buddy. Not for what you did. Amen. And so God will reward those, all those on both sides who are guilty of committing blood guilt. And in America, all you women better wake up and you guys too because killing innocent babies is blood guilt. And those pastors who said that is okay, you were anathema, you were damned. You had better repent and get out of that and admit what you've done is wrong. Because the church has sunk low. Amen. It's time to get out of it. And I call you out. I'm not going to debate with you. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm telling you, anybody that hears this better wake up. And that goes to the Christians in this church, to the, I mean, in this country and wherever they're at and to the people who hear this wherever they're at. I'm telling you, let it be recorded this way in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, before the Father, let this be signed and sealed that I have warned you today and that there's only one way to be found innocent and you need to seek him today and repent of those things which you have done. Amen. Need to stop pleasing the people. Start pleasing God, no matter what the consequences. That's right. Now we've got another one we're talking to. This comes uh, talking about. This comes out of Christian News Net, and this is a good little uh, ministry, a Christian news site. And all they do is carry Christian news. And usually they have various ministries that post articles on it. And this one is about puberty blockers. Because puberty blockers has been in the news. Because the people that are trying to corrupt our kids always have something they want to do. You know it, Tower? That's right. 
And in this case, the U.S. Justice Department has called using puberty blockers medically necessary. Oh, my goodness. That's horrible. It is not. No, it is not. But see, in a corrupt society where you take a boy and a girl and you turn around and tell each of them that they're not a girl and they're not a boy, or you turn around and try to tell them there is way more sexes than just male and female, that's out of the pit of hell and I condemn you for it. I condemn this country for it and I condemn the system nationwide that teaches this because this is wrong. Now, I can't force you. There's nothing I can do to change it, but I'm telling you today that there's a God in heaven that will hold you accountable for what you have done. You see, the U.S. Justice Department filed an intervention to existing lawsuit which challenged an Alabama law that prohibited the use of puberty blockers and opposite-sex hormones on transgender youth, as well as operations removing healthy body parts. In other words, castrating the boys and uh, doing a few other things. And what about the girls? Yeah. Removing breasts and everything else. And see, this is nonsense. These kids are young. They're kids. you got to let them grow up. And if you didn't have some of these people teaching these kids to do this, it wouldn't even enter their mind. If we weren't so full of the spirit of filth and rebellion in this United States, we wouldn't be talking about this. I can tell you that Americans that have gone before us would be horrified to know what you in Washington, D.C., you political leaders, you national leaders, you state leaders, and on down, what you have allowed to go on in this country. And you pastors who have not preached correctly, who have failed for the last 50 years to preach the gospel and salt America, you're supposed to be salt and light. But instead, you have become infected with the same thing. And woe unto you who call yourselves shepherds, for you shall be found wanting. Pay attention. This is not right. Well, and this says this lawsuit challenges a state statute that denies necessary medical care to children based solely on who they are. Necessary, that kind of stuff is not necessary. No, it's not. It's corrupting the kids. It's giving in to the corruption that has gotten into the heart of our children. Now, this is part of the Alabama Vulnerable Child Compassion and Protection Act that was signed by Governor Kay Ivey on April 8th. And it defines sex as the biological state of being male, female or male based on sex organs, chromosomes, and indigenous hormone profiles genetically encoded into a person at the moment of conception, which cannot be changed. Yes, amen. See, you can... You can whack off stuff on the outside and you can make them think that they are not who they think they are but you are not going to change you're not going to create DNA now we have scientists who are playing around and trying to convince you that they can do that but I can tell you what they are doing and what they want to give you is not human And it's nothing you want to even get involved with. 
we want we want these kids to grow up their own way in their own lives but when you start if you totally castrate a boy and make him into a girl before he even reaches puberty you are a whore you're a liar and a cheat to do this to him and I'm calling out the medical profession as well as the as well as the parents for wanting to do this to their children that's right you know that minors and often their parents are unable to comprehend and fully appreciate the risks and life implications including permanent sterility the result from the use of puberty blockers cross-sex hormones and surgical procedures and I've read about these young people that have gone through this and some of them have actually committed suicide and and they are so disillusioned with what they change themselves to that they don't want to live any longer that is horrible so we are going to move on here now all of these warnings and these articles that we're talking about is our own opinions based upon biblical facts and we call scripture facts and medical use and what is done medically and you have a right to disagree but I'm here to tell you that this nation is facing facing judgment over what is going on That's and right. has been going on are you ready yes this story comes to us from faithwire.com it's about Dwayne Chapman more commonly known as Dog the Bounty Hunter and he achieved fame with his mesmerizing career chasing down criminals on TV which aired from 2003 to 2012 and um, Dog the Bounty Hunter is also a devout Christian who came to embrace faith after spending time in prison in the 70s. And now he's 69 years old and it's called The Prodigal Son. He's told the Prodigal Story podcast about his personal journey and spiritual roots. My great-great-grandmother was a Christian. She was a pastor, my mother all day long, her whole life, all she did was pray for us. And growing up, Chapman said church attendance was compulsory. compulsory. He said we had to go to church or my mom took the keys away from my motorcycle. But while Chapman was raised in the church, he started to fall away from his faith during his younger years, taking a more flippant approach to living a biblical life. I was committed and then I thought... God's really busy in Vietnam, so he's not going to care really what I do as long as I say the blessing and keep God first, keep God kind of first. Well, of course, that didn't work out well for him, and um, it eventually led him 
to crime as well as a difficult crossroad. And after him going to prison in the 70s in Texas for eight months, he realized right then and there at the end of the rainbow of crime and all that is not a bucket of gold, it's a cell. And what got him there in the first place, him and three accomplices excuse me, broke into a man's house in search of marijuana and one of the accomplices shot and killed the man. And so he was sent to prison for five, or he was sentenced to five years. Excuse me. And served 18 months. And when he got out of prison, he went to his mom's house. And while he slept, his mom played recordings of the Bible. And he would ask his mom why she did that. And she goes, oh, I don't know who turned that on. But, you know, that gets into your subconscious, so good for her. And Chapman knew and understood what his mom was trying to do. And over time, his heart did begin to change. And he started acting nice. He says, I'm an outlaw, Indian outlaw. So I started acting like I wasn't. Then I started thinking, what would Jesus do right now? I don't want to do that. I wanted to slap someone or something, and I'd think, Jesus would not do that. So he started pretending to be good, and all of a sudden, he started being good. And ultimately, he became a bounty hunter, and over his 43-year career, claims to have captured 8,000 fugitives, and his tough past has helped him minister and speak to offenders to assist them in righting their wrongs. He said, I would tell guys, I would capture guys and tell them, listen man, I've done that, I've been there, done that, we need supernatural help. And after decades of bounty hunting, hunting, Chapman said he wants to share this truth with others. I'm not a preacher and never will be, he says, but I have a message. That's good. I remember watching his shows on occasion. Well, you know, that's true. You know, when you play the Word of God. I mean, that, that that's good. It is. Because Thank uh, God for his mother and his great-grandmother. Yeah. Well, you know, around here, you know, I'll I'll put our long broadcast on of all of our of the Bible, and I'll play them. I have playlists, and they they're really long. I'll play them all day long, and uh, you know, I I talk to other people that do the same thing. And this day and age. You need to be playing the Word of God, listening to the Word of God. That's all there is to Amen. it. Amen. And uh, Faithwire. Faithwire.com. You know, this is another good little site. And I always like to point all these out because these are sites that bring you Christian content. What's going on? And uplifting stories. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we also recommend CBN as well. Um, because they have a lot of good stuff they're doing. 
and uh, All Things Ministries is another one. Samaritan's Purse. Uh, over the years, we've we've we have a whole list of ministries and and people and uh, different sites that uh, websites that are conducive for Christians and anybody who's really interested in the truth. Street dangerous in the United States. The streets are deadly, deadly dangerous. You forgot Iran. Yeah, I'm not worried about Iran right now. Okay. And uh, this happened on a Sunday night. And a, a woman helped to stop an, an attempted kidnapping. Now this, when you watch the video, this is, the video isn't really clear. I think it was taken from uh, the footage from a camera, you know. A security camera. Yeah, a security yeah. camera. But at any rate, she was over on, on a road going by, and she stopped. Uh, and there's traffic. You know, it's a two-way. And she had seen this girl, this woman, who was being dragged by a guy. And he had pulled her blouse off. And uh, I think she was still hanging on to part of it, and he was dragging her. And this woman said, I came around the last corner, and there was the girl being dragged through the parking lot by her hair she had no clothes on the top half and he had ripped that off of her and was dragging her and she was fighting like hell and so she stopped the car and the video shows this woman you know able to get away because the guy let loose of her when he saw a car stopped and he ran off and uh, the victim was 37 year old uh, uh, Zara Mendoza and uh, the woman in the car had called 911 as she was 911 as they were as she was watching this and uh, security footage that's a footage I saw showed Mendoza walking down the road before the attack and this guy trailing close behind her and he chased her and eventually grabbed her and dragged her. Now, see, this is very important. Uh, in our classes of Krav Maga, now, we don't take them anymore, but, you know, the one thing they tell you is to learn to know what's in front and back, to always know your surroundings and always be prepared to defend yourself because you have just seconds to fight them off and get away from them. You, you just have literally seconds, so you have to know how to do it. And there are a number, a number of classes being taught, and one of them is um, All Things Possible Ministry. And uh, because uh, the guy and his wife both are uh, they know more kinds of uh, self-defense. Yeah, yeah. Mar they're, they're, Victor Marx is his name. Yeah, he's known as the world's fastest 
what would you call it, uh, able to take a gun from a guy. Yeah. And, that was amazing. And he's he's known as one of the fastest ones to do that. You put a you put a pistol to his head, and he can have the pistol before you even know he did it. Yeah, and the bullet, and he um, take what do you the, take the bullet out? Yeah, the magazine or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. So at any rate, so Tyler Healy, a 23 year old, was apprehended. Now, if if I remember correctly, it was his dad. Yes, it was that who, turned him in. That turned him in because he <coughs> saw what he was trying to do. Well, he saw he, the footage and recognized his son. And you really can't see the face, but yeah. apparently he recognized the clothes or something. Or maybe the way he was walking or something. Yeah. Good for that father. So, you know, the thing of it is you got to be prepared, folks. If you're walking alone, I don't recommend it. Walk with a partner. Both of you keep an eye in front, in back, and to the sides. And carry something with you. Have some form of protection. That you can stop someone in in that first couple of seconds and then run for help. And uh, there's a lot now with Joe... uh, Letting in so many illegals from down in South America, uh, it, it it's not going to be good in America, especially in the big cities. Protect yourselves. Watch over this. And again, if you are able to get to some of his meetings, All Things Possible media, uh, Ministries, and you can just find him online, he has a regular classes. His wife has regular classes, and they have them on a lot of things, including marriage counseling and a lot of other things, because they've both gone through a lot. And uh, so it's a good ministry, it really is, and we recommend it. And where are they? They're in Colorado Springs, Colorado, aren't they? I think they are. Yeah, I think you I know. believe that's where it's at. I don't go to Colorado anymore. They're too liberal. It's a good thing they're down there because maybe they can save some of them. <laughs> We can only hope and pray. Yeah. I was a youth pastor. So was Tower. She was down there with me, and so were my kids. I was I ministered in Colorado. But it was a different Colorado. <laughs> it's, it's not like it is today. Now, we're back up in Iran, as Tower pointed out on air. Sorry, I thought you had skipped that one. And... Uh, that's okay. Um, I can't even say this guy's name. Anushavan Avidian. That is good. But see, the thing of it is, if, if, if I was Armenian, I would know how to say it. Right. So, uh, but this is another pastor. I mean, how many of these guys, he was sentenced to 10 years imprisonment followed by another 10 years of deprivation of social rights oh how horrible that's horrifying and uh, and uh, let's see in addition a couple of others have been handed a two-year ban on traveling abroad or joining any social group 
two-year exile from the Tehran province and fines of 50 million tomans, which is $1,700. Wow, that's a lot of money. But at any rate, Anushavan was convicted in the revolutionary court of Tehran. That's like, uh, you know, there's no innocent or guilty here. Okay? And, and see, this is... These are the charges, and I've seen this so many times with, with all of them. You find Pakistan does it, India does it, China does it, North Korea just throws you in prison. They don't care at all. But of establishing and leading an illegal group with the aim of disrupting the security of the country, listen to this, through educational <laughs> and propaganda activities contrary to and disturbing to the holy religion of Islam. Oh my goodness. That's quite the charge. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest with you, I, I have talked to a number of Muslims from different. But I've talked to mainly Sunnis who talked about the fact that Christians and and uh, Muslims should be able to get together. At any rate, I always see this. You know, it's a big, long thing. Establishing and leading an illegal group, you want to overthrow our country. You know, I mean, it's not just like, well, he was a pastor and, you know, he, he did this and he shouldn't have. No, we're, we're throwing the book at him, you know, and... Could uh, have put him so far back in prison, they'll have to pipe light to him. You know, and there's no justice over there. No. They call that justice. That ain't justice. You know, and and with Biden opening up the gates, and you get all these others. Now, by the way, this is called refugee migration. This is where leaders of a political party get power and open up the border to get refugees in and they give them money and help to become established because they intend to replace the population that is there because they don't like them. And this country is being overthrown. That's right. In the Biden administration. And they're not overthrowing Biden. They're overthrowing the Constitution and America with their push. And one of them is refugee migration. It's happened all over the world. And it's a real thing that goes on. Look it up. Refugee migration. And that's what they're doing to America. I warned about this before Obama got in. I told people what he was going to do. And why he was doing it. None of this is surprising to us. Because we nope. knew about it years ago. And matter of fact, we even knew more than that about Obama, and I could really get into it because we found the roots of where he came from and Christian pastor who actually talked about it. So, but at any rate, so you have a new shaven Abbas and Miriam, and uh, so all three of them have gotten in trouble. And there, that's just a few of the stories. Yeah. That are out there. There's major stories out there. Many, many stories of people being persecuted in Iran. Those are just a few that we heard. And of course, uh, 
historic Armenian and, uh, Armenian and Assyrian-speaking Christian uh, communities, Farsi-speaking Christians, uh, they believe are converts from Islam, and they call them apostates, and so they think they're punishable according to Islamic law. And uh, so at any rate, we hate to see it. You know. Yes, we do. And th this guy looks like any other pastor. He has a shirt, he has a tie, and a suit on. And uh, that's what's happening. Now, this is from Barnabas Fund, this particular story. Barnabas Fund, Barnabas Aid, both the same. That's another group that is worthy of your support. So you can check them out as well. It's absolutely amazing to me what, what these people do. And so when I see our own country begin to do it, that's what they're doing with the J6ers. Oh, I know. It's sad. Because we know for a fact, and it's proven, that Trump had told Nancy Pelosi to bring in the National Guard, and she wouldn't do it. We know, because I was watching, and the video showed the guards at the gate and, and those who were, you know, at the door, opened the door and welcomed everybody in. We know that. Now, today, we know there was more than a dozen FBI agents in the crowd. This was a setup. Yes, it was. And people are getting, you know, are making deals with the government, so they're not spending the rest of their lives, but it's still a setup. Now, me personally, I would have never gone there because Washington, D.C. is home of the devil and the devil's workshop. And when you go there, like these J6ers did, you know that there's going to be a trap. And that's what this was. This was a trap. And your government is working today to continue trapping Americans and forcing them to do things to change this country. So make no mistake, your America is under judgment today, and this is not going to bode well. I warn you today, again. So are we ready to move on? Yes. Okay, go ahead. This story comes to us from CBN. It's near-death experiences, and there's a group of international researchers studying near-death experiences, and they all agree that people brought back to life after their hearts stopped beating retain broad memories of life after death. And um, the Jerusalem Post reports researchers published their first-ever peer-reviewed consensus statement examining accumulated scientific evidence about near-death experiences and laying out guidelines for the further study of them. And there's um, doctors on here from critical care and resuscitation. There's uh, schools of medicine out of New York and Baylor University, Harvard University, Universities in California and Virginia, Wisconsin, and also in Southampton and London. 
and the research found human brain cells do not immediately die when the heart stops beating and a person has been declared dead. From a scientific perspective, death remains potentially reversible for as long as the underlying cellular processes have not reached biological irreversibility. And um, the the team, um, you know, through CPR has saved millions of lives, even though clinically dead and brought back to life. Now, you know, one thing there that I think is interesting, I wanted to point out, reverse this from hours to days into the postmortem period. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? That seems bizarre. It is bizarre. But that can also take away from the real supernatural experience when they say, well, this is just normal biological. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, that's fine. And they also have agreed that it's not... Um, the recalled experiences surrounding death are not consistent with hallucinations, illusions, or psychedelic drug-induced experiences. They've... Um, they follow a specific narrative arc involving a perception of a separation from the body with a heightened vast sense of consciousness and recognition of death, a travel to a destination, a meaningful and purposeful review of life involving a critical analysis of all actions, intentions, and thoughts toward others, a perception of being in a place that feels like home, and a return back to life. And um, I find those amazing. I do too. And there's a story out there about Tina, who um, was rushed to the hospital. She was without heartbeat and had no signs of life for 20 minutes. And after being taken off a ventilator, she was able to breathe on her own. And her husband, Brian, placed a pen in her hand and a notebook, and held a notebook for her. And she wrote down, it's real. And they, she couldn't talk. They said it might be days before she could. And it says, um, what's real? The pain, the hospital? She was shaking her head and her eyes were still closed. Oh, this at this time she was still fully vented. And she was moving all, all this no. And then my daughter goes heaven and she nods her head yes and so once she was taken off the ventilator she was able to speak and she said I just wanted to share that I saw Jesus face to face and the unbelievable rest and peacefulness of what I was experiencing was Jesus standing there with his arms wide open and right behind Jesus standing there was this incredible glow. It was the most vibrant and beautiful yellow. And she said, she also said, There's a man's tennis shoe on the roof of the hospital. It's dark blue and it's left-footed. <clears throat> and Lee Strobel, he's the author of The Case for Christ, mentions Tina's case. He writes, Um... His favorite example is of a woman, he called her Maria, who died in the hospital, was revived, and described it later. Maria claimed she was conscious but not attached to her body during the time. 
watching the res- the resuscitation efforts and the medical staff were doing on her body. She said her spirit was kind of floating there in the hospital room, and then her spirit floated out of the hospital before she was revived, and then her spirit returned to her body. And she said, Oh, by the way, there's a man's tennis shoe on the roof of the hospital. It's dark blue. It's left-footed. There's somewhere over the little toe, and there's shoelaces tucked under the heel. So sure enough, they go up, and they find it exactly as she said. In my book and film, Strobel recalled, we document these cases, and I think it's extraordinary. Boy, it sure is. That's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. And with that, we're coming down to the end of the show. But I'll tell you, when when you talk about all the issues facing the world, there's a real Lord and a real Christ who will forgive you, who will redeem you, and he is there. And he will receive you unto himself. So make no mistake, the Lord is in charge. He's our hope. He's our deliverer. So trust on the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek him today in the Father. Look to him. Get in his word. Yes, amen. uh, He is our hope. Tower, go ahead. Okay, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. We appreciate you. We love you. We're glad you're here with us. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. We pray for you. We love you. Good night, everybody. And don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Check out my book, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. If you're going to do a search online, do The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. That's G-L-E-N-N Smith, Dana Glenn Smith. You can also find it on many other places. Barnes & Noble, Ingram, Amazon, lots, lots of places. You can go to our websites. We've got uh, things about the book on them, and that will take you right to a link. But check it out. Read the book. Get the book and read the book. It's more than just what we say on this ad. There's a lot of very important prophetic and informational things in that book. Check out The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Leave a comment or send me the comment through our websites on our on our comment form. Until next week, you take care. Look to the Lord. Be careful. And be sure to vote. And be sure you're voting for the right people. Because there's a lot of them out there. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of these people that are just nuttier than a fruitcake. So if you want to be led by fruitcakes, then vote for them. But if you want to keep America a free country, we need to do some praying. We need to do some repenting. And we need leaders that are not like a bunch of children and don't know what they're doing. Babes. Actually, I I have a prophecy about that. And I also got a scripture about that. So until next week, cover yourself, cover your family in prayer. Preventity prayer. This is The Watchman. Until next time, shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.